from WBZ Chicago, Nicole the Sirens. This is Pleasure Town. Around the turn of the last century, a group of folk built their dream. A town where happiness was the main objective. But, as history has shown, even the sweetest of fruit spoils. So pull the trigger. Join us as we wade deep into Pleasure Town. Cyrus, I recognize something now. In death. Seems to me that's what death is for. Perfect perspective. True. The light at the end of the tunnel is a harsh and blinding one. But it also gives way to sight. And I see now that my love of the bottle was more than a habit. Uh, no one can grow large enough that we can't help but see it as a need. And for me it was a need. A need to drown a part of me, I guess. Part I just didn't care for. In this, we are truly the same. Can't tell you how many times I wished I could have opened up my skull and carved out my weakness. Or my worry. Or my foolish pride. Well, the booze was my scalpel. I hate to be contrary, but I'd say it was more of a hammer. How do you mean? Well, scalpels are clean, precise. The hammers are blunt, just like all those bottles. When life is nothing but struggle, the soul feels empty like a dried-up riverbed. And then you're compelled to fill that space by any means possible. I am weak, thou art strong. Jesus, keep me from all wrong. As I walk, let me walk close to Thee. Just a closer walk with Thee. Granted, Jesus is my plea. Daily walking close to Thee. Let it be, dear Lord, let it be. Quiet. Quiet is hard to find, I think. A warm, breezy nothingness finding it, holding on to it. That's a true wonder. A rarity to be able to float away into the milky quiet. Worth it, floating away. 
Worth finding the quiet where you can. Worth every penny. Worth solid gold. Worth more than you think, finding the quiet. No harm in fighting or paying for a little bit of silence, if you have to. No harm at all, if you ask me. There's power in finding peace in the world full of all kinds of stinging sounds. Noises all around, buzzing, screeching, pounding and chattering. So much chatter. Always people talking and talking. I think there's real power in filling the world with noise, saying nothing. Voices outside and in, hammering on and on. Rambling, droning about the past like there's something to be done about it. Nothing to be done. No way to change it. Unless you're willing. Willing to do something. Really do something about it. Those voices don't seem to care none. Just screaming on and on until the quietness comes. Fills your head and drowns out the rest. And melts away like floating on a lazy river. Down and down until warm mud holds you like home, the quiet. Warm like sunshine. Well, my daddy was man of the sun. Loved the bronze kiss of that floating star. Named me Goldie. That was his doing. My hair was the color of warm sun and sand, he said. Can't tell much by looking at it now, but according to my daddy, I was touched. Warmth, fire, and promise. He always said so anyway, me being touched and bright. I never quite saw it that way, but that's how my daddy saw me. He saw the world all through honey-glossed eyes like nothing could go wrong. Things always go wrong. He never taught me that. Found that all out on my own. <laughs> my daddy. Only man I ever knew who could walk right up to a beehive and just reach in and grab some of those sweet combs. Can you believe that? <laughs> Swarms of bees just inviting him in, rewarding him with their hard-earned treasures just for being so optimistic, so bold. I asked him once if it hurt stealing all that bee food. He had to get stung, I just knew it. But you never tell. Looking at him always smiling and licking his fingers seemed like he never felt no pain. I remember him saying, he said, sure it stings sometimes, but ain't it worth it, Goldie? What's the point? I remember him saying, he said, what's the point of focusing on all that hurt when there's so much honey out there? My daddy, he said that. Optimism and hope, he said, is what makes this world a bountiful place. My daddy, 
He didn't know what the shit he was talking about. Honey ain't real food, and sunny hearts don't beat too terribly long. My daddy lived in a different world, a made-up one. A world we live in is filled with more sting than sweet. Now that's the truth. I never quite been invited in, always had to fight, had to learn that with no help from my daddy. He gave me my name, God rest him, but no real wisdom to survive this damn place before he passed on. So young he was when he went, left me here to fight on my own. Fighting is a damn better skill to learn than honey grazing. I'll tell you what, we need it, fighting. We need to claw out, to claw up, to breathe and flourish, fighting. Hard to learn when you're a girl alone in this world. Had to learn quick, and I did. I learned all kinds of ways to survive. That's what drew me to Elvin, his fight. Strong, that man, and quick. He would never give up, neither. Always right, even if he looked like a damn fool. First time we met, he almost beat a card player to death with his mop handle. Almost killed a man just for spitting on the floor he was washing up. Damn fool. I was trying to sing in those days, amongst other things, scraping by with gospel tunes and not-so-holy jobs. At a joint in, oh, hell, I'm too old. Been too many places to remember the names from the past. Smell like sawdust and sweat. That's about all I remember. But I do remember that Al broke that man's face wide open to the bone. I remember the blood hitting the stage and thinking, damn, that man can swing him up. <laughs> can you believe that? Oh, Goldly, what a thing to think while singing about the Lord. Well, I walked right up to Al and I yelled, You made more of a mess for yourself now, didn't you? He looked up. For a moment I thought I was next on his beaten list. Those dark eyes of his just pierced right through me like a wolf, his eyes. But he just smiled, all teeth and charm. Never minded a little necessary mess. That man. I helped him clean up the floor, and that was that. We was two lost warriors against the world. That's what he called us, warriors. Didn't know how right he was then. We fought together at first. Learned all I know from that man. Eyes open and ready to pounce we were, like a pack we were. And it worked. Tell it didn't. Just a closer walk with thee Granted Jesus is my plea Daily walking close to thee Let it be, dear Lord, let it be When my feeble life is o'er Time for me shall be no more. Guide me gently, safely o'er to thy kingdom shore, to thy shore. Just a closer walk with thee. Pleasure Town will return in a moment. 
Can do. Scamming at a thing and stealing, my daddy wouldn't have approved, but he didn't survive on borrowing free honey, now did he? We stole and scammed. Al called it living true, like there was some romance to it. I used to believe his rambling. That man could talk and talk and talk. Sold an old couple up north a rocking chair once. We was a Protestant couple who worked wood on that scam. Didn't even have a shop or a chair. Nothing but a smile and rough-looking hands we had. And Al's mouth. The mouth on that man. He sold a chair out of thin air. <laughs> oh, we'll bring it on over in the morning. <laughs> the morning, he said. We was gone before sunset. Oh, the stealing scam was no thing. We had plans. We Saved money, we moved, we made more money, we made good, me and Al. We was a good team. And the babies came, oh, little soft pearls of light, my babies. I saw the world different for a while, more honey, less stain. I remember a big tree where we was living, uh, I can't remember the name of that town, what was it? Smelled of lilacs and horse shit. Remember that much. Bolger loved that tree. And boy, could he climb. He always wanted me to watch how high he could go. Up to the stars, I used to say. Oh, and he believed it. Hell, I believed it back then. Never wanted my babies in the dirt with me. Stars and sun for them. Never the dirt. That was never my plan. Wish Bolger known that. We fought hard and ended up with a family, ours. Mine and Al's together. And for a while it seemed it like it. But we lost one. I don't, I don't know, things changed. My Gracie girl, she was so pink and peaceful. She hardly ever cried, that baby. I never cried. I was in the shop, had her own joint by then. She was so good in the shop, so quiet. Never cried. Then she just went silent. <sighs> Elle would never want to talk about her, I guess. I guess I didn't either. Hadn't said her name in more years than I can remember. We buried her under a big tree in a pink dress. So tiny. Taylor made it especially with lace. Huh? Pink lace from my, from my little Gracie girl. It was different then. I needed this more and more.
We lost the shop to the bank, which Al said was all me, busted my head wide open for that. We had to pack up and move, back to the scam, the stealing, and more. Al needed blood, first from me. This made it easier, and then from others. And I went along, I did. It was easy with this. I made that choice for my family. Had Adrienne somewhere in there. Oh, she was a tough one to come into this world. But beautiful, that girl, my girl. My girl that lived. And he took her from me. That man took my baby from me. He took my blood. He always needed blood one way or another. That son of a bitch didn't know it then. Violence, that ain't fighting. Violence, Al's violence, that, that's something different. I know, I know, I know that difference always have. I know it blurs, but I know the difference. And violence, well, I learned that from that son of a bitch, didn't I? Violence is Al's, not mine. No need to beat not like that. No need to kill unless you have to for your family to eat, to live. But not, not like Al, not like that man. He thinks he believes he knows me, knows the world, thinks he has all us figured out, thinks he can just beat it out of you, choke it out of us, bleed us dry, thinks he knows he can't see past his own. He don't know. He, I, I don't know. Maybe I never knew how to fight, not like Al. Had no taste for true pain like him. Couldn't sleep with what we'd done, not like that, man. Needed this to help me sleep. Needed quiet. Needed it to silence that damned man. I know how he thinks. Which made me think I could beat him at his own game. Fight violence with violence. But I don't have that in me, that joy for it. Maybe it's weakness. I don't, I don't know. I know it ain't kindness. I know I'm sorry most of the time. Hell, sorry most of my life. Sorry, I'm just sorry. I'm sorry. I have my babies, though. I may not have been filled with sun anymore, but they, they, they had all the sun and brightness. Couldn't save them from the sting. I'm not alone though, never alone. The hate is always with me now. Keeps me moving. Keeps all of us together, this hate of mine. The need to win. To beat him. To beat them all. I might not like the violence, but I'll use it. I can use it like the best of them. All of them. I can hear most voices, the voices. I can, I can feel my baby sometimes in the rooms with me. Though I can't remember the smell. That baby smells gone sometimes. Honey, you here, honey? Raise it. Okay.
I didn't forget. I didn't forget. I'll never forget what he is, what he done. He thinks this. He thinks this slows me down. That man don't know shit. He says this makes me something I'm not. He's dead wrong. He's wrong. Makes me better, less like him. It makes me warm again. It brings me closer to the person, to the kindness, to the sun. He knows only pain and power, and he will pay. Suffering I will thrash upon that man will be like none other. Once, once I.
Pleasure Town listeners. This is Emily Modaff, associate producer of the show. Thanks for tuning in to episode 207. If you liked this week's episode, be sure to let us know by leaving us a rate and review on iTunes. You can also find us on Twitter at PleasureTownOK and on Facebook. Just search Pleasure Town. And now to thank the wonderful people who made this episode possible. This episode of Pleasure Town was written and performed by Kelsey Huff. Sound design by Aaron Cahoe, the only man I ever knew who could walk right up to a beehive and just reach in and grab some of those sweet combs. Editorial oversight by Joe Dassault with help from Robert Anderson and Justin Bull. Our executive producers are Keith Ecker and Aaron Cahoe. Our associate producer is me, Emily Modaff, and our interns are Colin Wright, Brady Guy, Lizzie Seidenstricker, and Joe Courtney. Original music was composed and performed by River Rising's Megan Diger and Tim Hazen, and engineered by Colin Ashmead Bobbitt. Pleasure Town is a part of the WBEZ Podcast Network. Discover more excellent shows at wbez.org slash podcasts. Pleasure Town is an ever-growing interactive narrative which relies on your creativity, your imagination, and especially your voice to expand the legend. Find out how you can join the story at pleasuretownshow.com. At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts.